Hello. Hey, everybody. How we doing? It's Wednesday. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Welcome to the confessional booth. And we are back at it again for another crazy round of retail. Are you guys ready for the tea? Because <laughs> we are spilling the piping hot tea. Make sure that you send us your tea at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. And away we go. Amy. Lexi. I never know how to kick these things off, but like. We got to say hi to everybody else, not me. <laughs> everybody say hi to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing this wrong, or... Yes. (laughs) Okay, fine. Let's say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome back. Confessions of Retail. Still a shit show. We're here to host it happily. (laughs) Every week. Finger guns. Hey. (laughs) I can't snap for the finger guns. (laughs) I really feel sad about this. Hey. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Amy's got my back. Where were you guys at? <laughs> probably Slackers. I was going to say, they're probably snapping finger guns on their way to work <laughs> in the car. <laughs> Don't do that. It's illegal in Pennsylvania. <laughs> no finger guns allowed. Just in Pennsylvania, as far as I know, though. That's funny. Have I read that article? I, I need to find that so. article. Well, it's not retail related. Basically, this guy got pulled over for doing finger guns at a light, and it turned green. (laughs) And the cop was like, you can't do that. That looks like a weapon. Like, he pulled him over to tell him that and cited him. That's awesome. It's not awesome. It's funny. No, it's a free carry state if it's finger guns. In every state. I'm always strapped. Do what I do need a license <laughs> to carry these bad boys? So it fucking snowed on Halloween. It did. And um, I was not having it. <laughs> it didn't just snow. It blowed. It was a fucking blizzard over here, dude. Yeah, it was here too. So, luckily, I took the girls out to the um, town trunk or treat Sunday before Halloween. So, they got to dress up in their costumes then and go around and trick or treat. And so, on Halloween, my oldest, she was like, Mommy, are we going to go out today? And I was like, Baby, it's snowing. (laughs) And she looks outside. She's like, Oh, yeah, I do not want to go out in that. (laughs) so i was like how about we get dressed up in our costumes and we hand out candy to all of the kids and any leftover candy we have makes up for the candy that you didn't get from going trick-or-treating and she was like deal (laughs) (laughs) starts doing the dance Uh, my mom loves me because she gives me candy (laughs) so yes of course, the good old Midwest will snow on a fucking Halloween right after 60-degree yes. weather. But... I know, right? It turned around for us. We went the day after. Well, our town doesn't reschedule. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard it. Actually, uh, my oldest school sent out the, like, 
the announcement that uh, the whole township agreed that we would postpone trick-or-treating for November 1st. And I was like, heck yeah. So we got to stay yeah, in and snuggle, here. and we watched not scary movies, because my youngest wouldn't tolerate that. But we did watch Halloween Town 2. Now I need the third one still. Hmm. Woo. Damn it. Halloween aside, how was your weekend? It was. I know you were expecting another word there, but it just, it went. It went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hear the annoyance. My baby was sick all week. And then by the time he got better, he got me sick. <laughs> I had to deliver food with a mask on because I was visibly sick. Like a swine sick. flu mask? Yeah, like a swine flu mask. So people are like, <laughs> oh God, did you do it on the food? I'm like, no, that's why the mask is here. Duh. Why I'm wearing the mask. Well, so I had one particular order that was, we'll, we'll say interesting. Um, First off, this guy lives in a fucking castle. A castle? Literally a castle in the middle of our state, yeah. Um, it's not even in, like, the, our capital or close to it. It's closer to me. In the middle of nowhere. I... First off, I accept this order, and you don't know where you're going. You just, it pops up on your GPS, and you drive there, right? Well, the amount I was paid was the flat rate. No tip. So, when I get out there, I have to call this guy to get entrance to this gated environment. You know, I'm familiar with gated communities, so that's kind of what I assumed it was. Then I roll up there. This motherfucker has, like, his driveway is lined up with fountains. Oh. <laughs> like, multiple. The extra, extra. He had, like, six fucking fountains. Three on each side of his, <laughs> ha- like, on the way up to his house. You're and like, then, all of a sudden, I really have to pee. When I get there, I bring him his food. And I'm not, like, expecting a tip, but face made. Um, if you got it like that, you should not be shortchanging your drivers. Right? Ever. That's all I'm saying. So, this man goes, thanks, have a good night. And I'm like, you too. Oh, okay. And I go and I sit back down and I, like, I clear out my delivery and then it breaks down, right? It puts the whole thing up. It says flat rate of this much. Tip. Zero point zero zero dollars. So I rolled down Excuse my window. Excuse you? I was like, you should try to tip better, honey. You don't have enough fountains out here. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled up my window and I left the gated community of one. <laughs> <laughs> I normally do not give people grief about a tip. I don't. Because... I don't know how in debt you might be. I don't know what kind of things you got going on. But if I you just... got six freaking fountains leading up to your house, I think all you of them had twenty percent tip. Oh my goodness! It was like sixty dollars worth of food. 
zero on the tip. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I was so mad. I mean, I wasn't like not going to be a good customer service rep mad, but oh, internally, I was like, man, just saying, people get stabbed too. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. I just all of a sudden have this night. (laughs) <laughs> where did this come from <laughs> whoa <laughs> is this the onset of dementia stabs oh god how did that get what there what's happening right now <laughs> oh my god enter psychotic pod that we didn't know we were actually going to be no. hey guys if you didn't know this is confessions of retail I mean wait confessions of psychosis <laughs> No, um, so there was that guy, right? And then we went to Goodwill yesterday because it was the day of the dollar. Holla. And we've been, since we are venturing out, you know, we're expanding our Goodwill territory too. So we went to an out of town Goodwill. And we're just browsing and carousing. The boys need their fall and winter stuff. I'm looking for my fall and winter stuff. I say no for the billionth time on the toys section because I'm an evil mom or whatever. You are the worst. The worst. Brought worst. Anyways, <laughs> so fucking... I go, we go through all the children's aisles and we're done, right? The boys have all the things they're gonna get. So we go over to the women's section and we start browsing. So like, I am two aisles over from where the registers start, right? And tell me why there's a lady on the opposite side of the aisle I'm in. Literally, she'll like, she's going through the clothes and she feels the shirt, right? Not, don't get me wrong. I'm a texture person too. I pet clothes all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. If it's weird, you can try to shame me. Good luck. I'm staying this way. No, I'm um, big on texture. I can't help it. Like, the silk's gotta be silky, and the fuzz gotta be fuzzy. And when I see a lady doing it, at first I was like, oh yeah, twinsies. And then, after she pets this shirt very heavily, like, it was a really creepy <laughs> pet. <laughs> She's like... <sighs> <laughs> It's hard to make that voice. It gives me chills. I got scared for my children. Okay, (laughs) they're right there. So she like pets the shirt and then she puts it up to her face and starts really (laughs) deep inhaling. Like she was sniffing the shirt's soul. (laughs) I was scared for the shirt and it's not even a living thing. (laughs) oh my gosh it was not even that fancy it was some fucking dress barn cardigan but god forbid she petted another one (laughs) oh my gosh I literally like stopped browsing full attention onto this woman I could imagine seeing your eyebrows right now they probably went my eyes were bulging like that what was it like 2001 the Ripley's believe it or not the guy with his bulging eyeballs on the cover. Yeah, that yeah. was my face. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? 
your eyes bulge out of your head and your eyebrows go all the way up into your hairline. They were almost <laughs> touching my hairline, girl. I'm like, whoa. Like, I saw it out of my peripherals, okay? She's like, heavy pets this shirt like three times. All right? First, it was a normal pet. And then it got like more intense each time she did it. And I'm like, this is weird. But all right. Not weird at all. And then she picks the whole fucker up and like shoves her face into it and is like, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Sometimes when I get nervous, I like to put my hands in my armpits. (laughs) You would have had your hands and arms in your armpits, girl. You would have looked like your hands were coming out your back because, oh, my God. I was like, what is this? I never went from shocked to big shocked to scared so quickly. I was like, oh, we're done. So funny. She didn't do it once. She did it to, like, five different shirts. And they, like, I thought maybe she had, like, a pattern. Or, like, a clothing type. But there was no pattern. It was just chaos. And as she progressed, we were working our way in the same direction down the aisle. So I thought we were going to meet and conjoin. And she was going to grab clothes out of my cart. This is a fear I did not know I had, okay? (laughs) Like, please don't deep smell my clothes. I haven't even bought them yet. that you're even wearing. Oh, my God. I thought she was. Like, and don't get me wrong, you know, I understand if it was like a special needs thing, I understand. I've worked with people with sensory issues. My children have their own sensory issues. However, sensory issues. This was not that. This was a lady on some drugs, (laughs) and she was really into her clothing shopping. (laughs) I've never been more scared at a Goodwill, girl. I wonder if she took the same stuff that my customers took last week. She was not giggly. That's all I can say is she had no giggle, no laugh, no smile. She was a serious shopper. And I watched her intensity intensify. (laughs) It was scary. (laughs) So literally, like, we got... It became a race between me and her to work our way down the aisle. Like, we were keeping the same pace. And then, like, by the second shirt, I was so shook. I was ready. I was done. I wasn't even looking at shirts anymore. I was kind of, like, twiddling with hangers. Like, are you still doing this? (laughs) (laughs) My oldest is literally just looking at me like, Mom, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, kid. I don't know. I got nothing. By the time we're, like, three quarters of the way through that aisle, like, I look at her, I look at my boys, and I'm like, okay, we're done now. And we beelined, not to the registers, but around a whole other fucking aisle before going to the registers just to create that much distance. Because I was not having it. (laughs) I was not. That's an interaction right there. It was such an interaction. (laughs) And, okay, so I have one more little bit. Not nearly as much because, well, you can't really beat that. No, not really. I don't think I'll ever have another Goodwill trip so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, 
We had a delivery at a McDonald's in the downtown area of the town I was in, right? So I go to pick up the order, and I'm, like, walking towards the door, and, like, I guess I wasn't paying attention to my surroundings, because this lady, like, just appeared out of nowhere. She starts fucking cussing me out. They fucking told me five whole days I gotta fucking wait for a new card, and I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> this town is wild. <laughs> I was not expecting such an excitable day, but whew. all on Sunday. Saturday was kind of normal. I mean, sicky, but normal. <laughs> so, yeah, this lady is like, literally, I think she said fuck in more times under a minute than I've ever done. <laughs> fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck. <laughs> and you know what? Even more than Jason Muse has done. <laughs> yeah. It was some interesting vulgarity she had there. And she felt the need to express it to you? Not just me. There was a family, like a mom, a dad, and their kid. This kid was like younger <laughs> than my youngest. And the dad had her on his hip. And they're walking outside and she's cussing at them too. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, like, I get, like, I'm just slowly walking up to the door, not trying to, like, acknowledge it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this Sorry, guy, gotcha. this guy that I guess had been waiting, like, I get up to the door and he holds it open for me. He goes, I couldn't even tell you what she's going on about. And I'm like, apparently her card is going to take five whole fucking days. Five whole fucking days. And he goes, well, you listen better than I do. So, yeah, that was a, a very excitable weekend. But just on the last end of it, the first part was just soup and sleep. <laughs> soup and sleep. <laughs> yep. That second half, though. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been so scared in a Goodwill before. I wasn't scared of the lady in the McDonald's parking lot, but she was also pretty intense. Both I mean, in the same five town. Days, five days for a card is not outrageous. Sometimes it'll take up to two weeks. That's how long it took for my first card to come in. Right, so I mean, and it was yeah, a replacement. Like five she's days, yelling about it, but like five days without a card is inconvenient. But I mean, go to the bank then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, that was my weekend. What about you, Miss Amy? Uh, well, I didn't have too exciting of a weekend. Um, I closed. Friday night, and everybody was in pretty good moods, really. Like, nobody was crazy, and everybody was just really agreeable. It was nice. You didn't have <laughs> any more roll-on-the-floor laughing customers? No. Raffle no. customers? <laughs> no raffles this week. <laughs> so she call those. They're raffles. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the raffles. The raffles. But I did have an interesting interaction with this older lady. Oh, um, you had an interaction. Do tell. I, 
so we're talking and she's just talking normally right no accent or anything just talking and all of a sudden i i asked her um if she had seen the downton abbey movie and all of a sudden out of nowhere she all she has an english accent she goes Oh, actually, I'm from England. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) I wasn't Um, here five seconds ago. (laughs) Just to confirm that that accent was bullshit. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I know that I've dealt with this lady multiple times. And she'll always not have an accent. And then halfway through, she'll find some way to work in how she's from she's from england like she'll have no accent and then she'll have an accent it's like she has to american warn you about her europeanism like (laughs) this is so funny like no accent accent (laughs) and then leaves with no accent (laughs) i remember one time i i helped her and she goes Oh, it's too bad that you don't take euros here. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> we get it, all right? No. <laughs> You're from England. Okay. <laughs> but we were talking about it, uh, about Downton Abbey movie, because I really want to see it. I've never watched the show. It seemed, I mean, I like dry British comedy. We all know this. But I just don't really think that i could actually get into it but i'll probably give it a shot but the movie looks amazing you would like it more than i would and yes i have but anyway so she was like oh yes it's in a castle i do love castles (laughs) all of a sudden (laughs) and then she goes okay bye (laughs) not a toodaloo pip pip cheerio (laughs) She didn't even offer you tea? God, she's fake English. You're a phony. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's funny how she just always manages to find a way to wiggle in. Has she's from England? (laughs) Like, she thinks that we don't remember her or something. Yes, I remember you, lady. You're the lady that half has an accent and half doesn't. (laughs) Actually, it's multiple personality disorder, and one is personality is? is from England, and the other one is from Indiana. Look, we've I mean, seen split. The other one, the other one is from not England. <laughs> yeah, not England. You mean America? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, we've all seen Split. All right, <laughs> we know they can get weird. This is true. <laughs> I guess maybe asking about Downton Alley. Or Downton Abbey triggered her inner English personality. <laughs> gotta get and then a all wild. of a sudden, I have a southern draw. I don't know. <laughs> I have a pretty good southern bell accent. Oh, well, I'm... That's like... I don't... It's not a accent anymore. <laughs> it's redneck and ease. That's southern <laughs> that hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I moved back up here, I had lived in Texas for a while, and when I moved back up here, so many people were like, you have an accent, you have an accent, and I'm like, why? Where? Well, It's the hard R. I guess so, I don't know. 
I'm from California and I moved over here to the Midwest, you know, and I don't feel like I have an accent at all. But when I go over to California to visit family, they all talk about how I have an accent. (laughs) And I'm like, what accent is it that we have? (laughs) Midwesterners have a redneck and these accent to them. (laughs) I'm telling you. Okay, accents aside. (laughs) I was supposed to close on Saturday, but my husband actually got tickets for us to go and um, go go to a concert. Um, So we went to go, it was like, quote, music festival, but I wouldn't call it that at all. Music festivals are not days long, always. Well, no, but this was an event that was super disorganized. That had a lot of different, and I'm going to use quotes again, artists. (laughs) (laughs) I use that term loosely because there was only about four actual groups there that were artists. (laughs) But there was, like, at least 12 groups that got up and performed. (laughs) (laughs) It was really long. Like, we got there at 5 and didn't get out of there until 1 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah. There was a lot of artists. Um, But there was some good ones. We got to see DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia. Nice. And got to see Project Pat and Lil White, which was awesome because I haven't ever seen Lil White before. Granted, I don't really listen to him much now that I'm almost 32 years old. (laughs) And a whole adult. (laughs) All right. But when I was 17, 18 years old, I loved Lil White. Yeah, Lil White was my ringtone back in high school. (laughs) I mean, back in my hood rat days. (laughs) Ah, to be a hood rat again. The the hood rat days. (laughs) (laughs) But but what's funny is Lil White is so much more different now. He's not even a hood rat anymore either. (laughs) (laughs) We also got to see Struggle, which is like one of my husband's favorite artists i listen to him but i'm not as familiar with him as my husband is but he was really good he was obviously the headliner and his brother jelly roll was supposed to be there too but he was sick so he didn't get a gum and oh uh chris webby nice yeah (laughs) but poor chris webby There was so many bad acts and so many issues with sound. Like, the entire freaking show was just so disorganized. It was supposed to be over at 11.30. And as I said, we didn't get out of there until 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, Struggle didn't go on until midnight. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But... Anyway, Chris Webby was on right before Struggle. I didn't even know he was supposed to be there. He wasn't even, like, on the roster for the event or anything. 
but it, he went on and he he got to sing like two songs and on his third song like a security guard comes up onto the stage and grabs his coat and his sweater and is basically like pushing him off the stage what the fuck because they're running behind on time so bad that Chris Webby ends up getting like the short end of the stick you know so he's like well as you guys can see I guess that's my time. Sorry about that. This is a super disorganized event. Like, he was pissed. I would have been, too. I know, right? But it was interesting. <laughs> um, struggle was fantastic. And we started out all the way in the back and just kind of worked our way up towards the front slowly as people kept, like, moving and shifting and leaving, you know? And eventually, by the time Struggle got on, we made it all the way up to the front. <laughs> Just in time for the, you know, main event. It well, was that's cool, cool though. Um, there was a lot of kids there. I'm not trying to be Judgy McJudgerson or anything. It was an all-ages event. There was not, The place didn't even have a liquor license. There was no alcohol being served. But it was, like, super loud music, and it's hip-hop music, you know, a lot of talking about drugs, and, mm-hmm. and people are smoking pot in the audience, you know? Like, you could smell it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And there's kids there. Like, this one lady had her daughter there that was probably three years old, maybe four, and she didn't have, like, headset for her or anything, and this music is, like, so super loud like that's so bad super for loud that's so Again, bad for i'm them. not trying to be judgy i'm not saying don't take your kids judgy to concerts, or not but if you make them headphones. deaf they're deaf for life there's no takesies backsies on that fucking learn up and be prepared don't be a junk ass parent my, my <laughs> i don't sound would... like judgy mcjudgerson i don't give a fuck <laughs> better bust my out them earmuffs would not even It'd be too loud for her. You know how she is with loud noises. Mm-hmm. If something's even slightly loud, she has a freak out. <clears throat> but yeah, this daughter, this this little girl was the age of my four-year-old. I, I mean, she took it like a champ. She didn't have her hands over her ears or anything. It didn't seem to bug her, the noise. I don't know. But it was good. Uh except for the fact that my feet were killing me from standing so long. <laughs> I did not choose the right shoes. <laughs> I should have okay. wore my tennis shoes. I wore my chucks. It was a bad idea. <laughs> oh, for that long, yeah. Yeah, and you know how tight it is for general admission sort of things. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it was fun. It was... My body was super confused because it's like concrete floor, you know, and I'm wearing chucks. So my feet are freezing. I'm losing feeling in my toes from going numb. But like from my knees up, I'm super hot and sweaty. But from my knees down, I can't feel. (laughs) 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 It was very confusing. (laughs) It was a tough time. It was. But uh, Struggle, he's like a southern hip-hop artist. Because he's from Tennessee. 
and he has that's as northernly southern as you get i'm just gonna put that one there finally (laughs) it's been a long time coming you are a north south tennessee (laughs) (laughs) it's still considered a southern state i know it is (laughs) arguing the cardinal direction of it all (laughs) i mean it's lower than kentucky so (laughs) kentucky claims southern statehood Gonna fight them yeah, both. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Struggle has this really cool um, guy that plays the violin in his group. That's badass. Yeah, he was wearing like a red bandana, but he had like super long hair. He had his hair in like braids, like Willie Nelson, you know, with the bandana on and such. Yeah. But he was freaking like rocked out looking and. and going to town on that violin it was really cool and he had his uh daughter up I, she's like 17 or 18 now he had her up there singing with him he pulled up kids on the stage with him it was it was good that's awesome i will yeah, always support good. both of those things one kids in music two Classical instruments in modern music, like hip-hop and rap. Right? Fuck yeah. So, yeah, that was all of my weekend. Probably exciting. Too exciting, anyway. Well, I mean, you went to a whole concert. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the huge. <laughs> oh, there was this girl that was at the concert that, um... As I said, the venue didn't have a liquor license. It was a bar with no liquor license. Which is interesting. <laughs> they Sounds were... sketchy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they were selling bottles of water for $3. Uh-uh. You can buy an entire fucking case of bottled water for $3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's this girl and her old man that came up from, uh, from South. Um... She had snuck in some fireball in a Sprite bottle, mm-hmm. like an entire fucking thing. It was full to the top, and they had made their way up beside us, and we got to talking, and she was kind of drunk, but not, like, super bad when we first started chatting, but, like an hour or two later after she'd been chugging fireball that whole time obnoxiously she got super drunk <laughs> and she was just touching everybody you know like when you go to these kinds of shows you're already invading people's personal space mm-hmm. you know but you're still trying to be respectful of people's bubbles to the best of your ability. Yeah. Right? But she just keeps touching everybody. And she was just pissing everybody off around her. And we would been talking, so people were, like, assuming that she came with me or with us. And we are like, we don't know her like that. No, we just met her. <laughs> <laughs> she is not our people. We do not claim her. and she's just being super obnoxious touching everybody pissing everybody off and eventually people just start like 
pushing her out of the way. Oh. <laughs> I mean, she was being really obnoxious, getting into people's faces. She's like, "I'm sorry, it was just really it's just really tight." And I'm like, "Honey, you're you're in a close quarters with people. Like, you need a fucking wide open field to frolic." But we don't have a field for you to frolic in right now. So you're just going to have to stop touching people. Keep your hands to yourself. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell this to a grown-ass woman. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. I, I, sh- I, I say it to my seven-year-old. I shouldn't have to say it to a 30-some-odd-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> just keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> you remember... Like you've been told your whole fucking life? You got it. This one lady, well, this one girl, she's younger than me. I shouldn't call her a lady, I guess. <laughs> uh, she, like, just kept putting her butt into her and just pushing her back and pushing her back. <laughs> Till eventually she moved over to the other side of me and then she started pissing off those people. And then she, like, wrapped her arms around herself. Like, she was, like, in a stray jacket, and she was just standing there for, like, five minutes, and then eventually, like, she walked off, and everybody, like, gave a big old round of applause. (laughs) They were just like, finally! Like, (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. And one guy, like, blacked out and fell. From what? I I don't know. Like, I don't know if maybe he got too hot or, you know, I'm super claustrophobic. I remember, like, my first time going to a show like that being, like, super cramped. And my my anxiety just, like, really, really kicked in. And I started, like... I almost blacked out, but luckily I was right in the front, and I looked right at the security guard, and he could see my face, and I'm like, I'm I'm about to, like, pass out. So he, like, grabbed me, pulled me over the railing, and, like, had me walk off. I was like, gladly. And <laughs> I walked off, and I walked all the way to the back, and I just sat down. So I don't know why he blacked out. It could have been from that. It could have been because he got too hot. could have been dehydration i i don't know yeah could have been drugs (laughs) don't know but he fell into the girl that was standing behind him made her fall (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) he said oh john i'm about to play dominoes for real like full dead weight just fell (laughs) he was up then he was down that stuff is what gives me like claustrophobia at concerts because you don't know if the person right next to you could be completely out of their wits. Not even necessarily on, like, drugs or alcohol, but, like, even just like you said, their anxiety could just make them to the point where they're gonna pass out. I'll feel obligated to help this person up and out of the way. Right, like, he was just laying there, like, passed the fuck out and people were, like, trying to wave down security and everything, but it's kind of hard. 
because they don't know if you're actually trying to wave down security or if you're just jumping around because that's what they're asking you to do is put your arms up and jump and, you know, fuck the world, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) So it took them, like, what seemed forever for security to get over there, but it probably wasn't really that long. Because he passed out, like, right beside us. Yeah. My husband thought that somebody had, like, hit him or knocked him over or something, so he was trying to help him up, but he was passed out. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, like, trying to help him up, and some other guy's, like, trying to push him off of him, because and and my husband was like, what, what? And then he realized, oh, he's not conscious. (laughs) He's asleep, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Alrighty. That was my experience. We're moving on to in the news. And now for in the news. The news. How much do we love shit shows? Tell me, Amy. How much do we love shit shows? Enough to go and find news articles. Oh yeah, the best ones too. Somebody else wrote it. We're here to read it. News break. All right. Well, Amy, I know you just got done talking about your weekend, but you want to kickstart our news this week? Sure do. I have a good one. (laughs) Me too. It's a Florida man one. Oh, mine's not a Florida man. I love hearing Florida man stories. (laughs) Florida, why are you so crazy? crazy. (laughs) Why are you so crazy? Why are you so crazy, Florida men? Really, just Florida in general. It's all that heat. It's the heat, the humidity, the bath salts, everything. (laughs) (laughs) What, did I get too specific with that last one? (laughs) Like, we don't have any face eaters up here, okay? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Florida man sexually assaults two stuffed animals inside <gasps> a Target. A Florida man admitted to doing stupid stuff after sexually assaulting two stuffed animals in a Target store. He did what? <laughs> he like, did what? Stupid stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you say when you're five. I'm assuming he's older than five. He is. He is a grown-ass man. Yeah. Mm. The sub, the suspect started his bizarre sex romp with a stuffed animal from Disney's Frozen, then moved on to a stuffed unicorn. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm more intrigued by the fact that he did this to more than one thing or if I'm more curious about which character from Frozen like was it at least Elsa or Anna he proceeded to select a large Olaf (laughs) stuffed animal and began to dry hump and then ejaculated onto the item before placing it back on the shelf (gasps) uh uh that staff he, better have taken a flamethrower to the fucking shelf. 
he reportedly selected Olaf from an assortment of frozen characters before throwing it on the floor and doing the deed. Wow. The 20-year-old, 20-year-old man, grown-ass man. That's an adult. (laughs) That's a knockout. Suspect then selected a large unicorn as his second partner of the afternoon and allegedly dry-humped it, too. Say that again, uh, allegedly, kind of cut out. Allegedly dry-humped it, too. Oh my gosh. Cops charged the hulking, six-foot-two, 220-pound St. Petersburg man with criminal mischief. They estimate the damage done was under $200. Wait. So... He did all that in public, and he's being charged with criminal mischief? Yes. That's it? The police report obtained by the Daily News did not indicate alcohol or drugs were a factor, though they checked the unknown box asking if there was any indication of mental health issues. (laughs) Um, I'd say that's a definite... His father reportedly told arresting officers his son has a history of this type of behavior. Mm. Cops said the suspect confessed he'd done stupid stuff and that he had nutted on the Olaf doll. Oh my god, that's so gross and he put it back? The merchandise could not be resold and was destroyed due to circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God they at least destroyed it. They better have destroyed the surrounding merchandise, too. (laughs) So, yeah. So, he only got criminal mischief, even though he... I'm assuming he pulled it out because, I mean, if he got jizz all over Olaf and the unicorn... Did they say he did it to the unicorn, too? Or just Olaf? Because... He said that he dry humped the unicorn also. How How is that only criminal mischief? I don't know. I'm pretty sure if you whip it out in public, isn't that illegal? <laughs> it doesn't say that he whipped it out, but I mean if he got jizz all how over else? Olaf, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but out, judging right? by the trajectory of the moon and the sun. <laughs> Bro had his dick out, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, it does not add up. Um, what? You said the trajectory of the moon and the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with the internet today. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. <laughs> Poor Olaf. I, I was about to say. I mean, obviously this man was not in his right mind. He's clearly after interesting items there. Um, Apparently he likes who, white stuffed things. Who goes and is like, man, Olaf is looking extra lumpy today. Like, Hey, Olaf, you looking thick. (laughs) Thicker than a snicker. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, my God. 
Oh, yeah. Ew. Florida man, why you so crazy? That's a different kind of crazy, girl. <laughs> I mean, I know they're wild and out in all directions, but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he was really hyped. Frozen 2 is about to be in theater. He oh was my like, God, fuck yeah. I'm going to go fuck Olaf. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not where uh. you go with that. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's put a pause on the dry hump. I've got a totally different direction to take our news segment. <laughs> All right, so here's my news article for the week, okay? All right. Michigan company gets dragged hard on the internet after firing a guy for sharing a meme about pooping at work. <laughs> I remember. I seen that. I seen that. I'm, in a gr- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a group, and I, the guy had, like, shared it in the group. Like the actual guy. <laughs> yep. Well, that that same group is also. I don't think the name is on here, but there's all kinds of people on it. Okay. Um. So it says most companies now have some form of policy regarding social media, as well as the sharing of videos, photos, jokes, or memes using company resources or on company time. After all, NSFW stands for Not Safe for Work, and there's a reason the acronym is around. But while most workers understand things of a sexual nature or hate speech are completely forbidden and there are restrictions on what they can do while working or using company equipment, the line gets kind of fuzzy when the humor is just considered... when the humor is just considered lowbrow. It gets even more fuzzy when the social media post is made on an employee's own account using their own device during their own time. Right, on their day off. <laughs> I don't think that it should matter when it's off the record. Now, if it's something where, like, even off the clock, you're accountable, like a police officer or a judge or a mayor, that's a little different. But this guy was none of those things. Um, A Michigan man found out the hard way where the line for his company was after stepping over it. Cody Hidalgo had posted a GIF, GIF, it's not pronounced giraffics, a GIF on his Facebook page on a Sunday. It features Elmo from Sesame Street seated on a potty chair. And it says, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. (laughs) later that day he posted i legit got fired for this yeah the post included a screenshot of his previously shared post and people being the trusting sort they are online he made sure to add screenshots of the text exchange between himself and andy his boss the text exchange begins with a pink slip Andy, as Hidalgo later refers to him in text threads, since complete with original errors, we don't make a dollar when you're shitting all the time. Why don't you stay home and do your shitting? I don't like to play your bullshit games. 
Maybe there's a company out there that would put up with your games, because I won't. Good luck. He responds with, what are you talking about? Look on your Facebook page. Do you think things don't get around? Because I shared a funny meme on a Sunday when I'm not at work. (laughs) He says, you brought work into it on a Sunday. So you're going to fire me over a meme I shared. That was nowhere relevant to work at all. I share things I think are funny all the time. It's just a meme, Andy. Why are you doing this all over a meme? When he asks what's going on, Andy refers him to his Facebook page. Sorry. I had a burp. Uh, The issue was on a slow Facebook burn until it jumped to Twitter. Podcast host Chris Caesar shared it, and from there... People tracked down both Hidalgo and his former employer and his former employer, Roman Stoneworks of Detroit, Michigan. So the first post says, if your boss doesn't know the difference between your and your, like your and you are, then they shouldn't be the boss. <laughs> um, people for Bernie on Twitter posted, this is why we abolish at will employment. <laughs> with a screenshot for the definition of the word abolish (laughs) Uh, then a couple other people posted uh, one says Andy clearly looked at how the People's Republic of China deals with the wrong thing and decided it would be a good idea to implement this into their business trawling through an employee's personal are you there? yeah I'm here oh that was weird Okay, uh, trawling through an employee's personal social media and using a meme that they posted on a day where they're not working, where the company isn't even referenced as an excuse to fire someone is despicable. I hope Andy gets kidney stones. Another person writes, Listen the hell up, Andy. At least you get paid enough to take a shit on company time. Boss boss makes a dollar, we make a dime. Another person says, I think Andy needs to lighten up and take a poop. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you should not add people from your work on your social media. Unless you really, really, really think that it's okay. You know? Like, so many people will try and add their bosses. I'm like, "Mm, I know. Like, I won't add, well, you were the exception to that rule. I was your friend before I was your boss. Yeah, we were already Facebook friends first. But, like, even if I post things, you're going to laugh and share them, too. You're not going to fire me or write me up for it. Well, and here's the thing. He shared it on a Sunday anyway. He wasn't even at work when he sent it. So I don't really think that he has any grounds for termination here. And if he did then that dude better go ahead and sue him for wrongful termination. If it's an at-will state, there's no suing. It's stupid, no. but it is what it is. Um, but, so, then people t- took to the Google business page and put on one-star reviews, <laughs> one after another. <laughs> the best one here is, uh, it says, here I sit, brokenhearted, came to shit, but Andy said I'm not allowed to poop on company time. I don't even work <laughs> for this guy, but his company's open, and it's a Sunday, so no pooping allowed. 
In my opinion, Andy is unprofessional and doesn't deserve to be in a manager's position. Another person says, one star, because they fired my dude. (laughs) Another one put, one star, this place deserves to be a public toilet. Maybe then there'd be some respect-worthy people running it. Uh, Then another person says, I've never seen a business implode so fast in my life, but today he did it. Andy did it. (laughs) (laughs) And then people also made edits to the company's business page photos. They tagged different photos. So when you go and look them up, you'll see a picture of the business. And right next to it is a picture of this guy dressed up as Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) No pooping. (laughs) Uh, He says... He and many of the thousands of people who commented on both Facebook and Twitter pointed out that in an at-will employment state like Michigan, workers have little recourse if they're fired and their employee did not break any federal laws regarding equal employment. But Roman er, Roman Stoneworks discovered, while social media can allow employers to monitor their employees during their free time, it can also take a bite out of the employer's bottom line when the masses disagree with their personnel decisions. This is why it's very important for you to keep your shit private. Yeah, no kidding. Like, my current bosses have to add me first. <laughs> and I'll only add the cool ones because I shit post a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just share stupid stuff with everyone. Just a limited crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like if my boss knew that I went to a little white concert over the weekend, he'd probably be like, uh, we need to drug test you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd say, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, (laughs) I'm just revisiting my childhood here <laughs> like <laughs> say my teenagedom <laughs> they're like we found out where you went over the weekend uh we're gonna need you to come here for a drug screen tomorrow you're just like you right you right <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i would feel the same way boss <laughs> i would have said the same thing no <laughs> You tell them that when they say they want a drug screen. (laughs) Savesies. I'll pee in it if you do. (laughs) Will we hold hands? (laughs) No, not at the same time, goofball. You go first. (laughs) No, you go first. (laughs) You make your boss pee in a cup first. Oh, that's funny stuff. All right. All right. So, before we move on to movie reviews, wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, First of all, our network that we are a part of, the Titancast Network, is running a cool giveaway right now. So, if you go to titancastnetwork.com, you can pull up the webpage and click on the link for the sweepstakes and um, 
you can enter there's many different ways that you can enter to win each entry gets you like so many each thing gets you so many entries i guess is what i'm trying to say and the winner gets merch from their podcast of choice which is us right obvi (laughs) we know Um, how much you love us (laughs) but also you will get like a basket full of different uh merch from all the other podcasts that are part of the network and we have a lot of really great podcasts that are in our network um i know we haven't talked about them in a while so let me list off a couple we have it could be worse the podcast we have two drunk moms we have triple g we have hello my name is true crime weird on the rocks way off central there's um a really cool new one that just launched last week uh my disney addiction <laughs> so that is a podcast strictly about Disney. Strictly strictly Disney. <laughs> so don't I'm say that too fast. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that because you might say something else. <laughs> 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 um, there's many others. There's Pop Poor Review, Paging the Simpsons. I'm trying to do all of this off the top of my head, so I'm... I, I think I might have gotten them all, but I might have missed one. <laughs> and I'm sorry. But anyway, if you go to titancastnetwork.com, you can enter to win. Click that shit, yo. Yeah. So, another quick thing we wanted to talk about. Um, we are going to do another promo. We haven't done one in a little while. Today, we are going to promote a podcast called Branched. Branched is a really fun podcast to co-hosts very similar to ourselves and they give their millennial perspective on a lot of current day news events modern day trends, gadgets you name it, they probably talk about it. They're fun they've got a lot of energy between the two of them. They're just all around a good time. And me and Amy, we know all about a good time. We sure do. And so do you guys because you listen to us. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so here's their demo. Should I say that? No. Just be like, uh, we're going to plug in their promo now. And if you liked it, go give them a listen. All right. So here's their promo. If you like them, go ahead and give them a listen. I'm Maddie. And I'm Doug. And this is Branched Podcast. Join us every other Thursday as we discuss topics like... Bird scooters. Yeah, bird scooters and tattoos. And tech saturation. And spooky shit. And LGBT stuff. Squishy bits. Yes. And the Disney Channel. The Disney Channel. All sorts of things. We try to give a millennial perspective on day-to-day issues and topics and all of their successive branches. Uh, just as best as any two hoes can. So come find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do it. Right now. Stop listening to this podcast and go listen to ours. <laughs> Not really. Finish this one. Then then go find ours. And we're back. So we're <laughs> moving on to movie reviews. Movie reviews. 
first movie. I only have two this week. But my first movie I held off on last week so we could give you spooky porn. <laughs> Worth it, right? <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Bows. <laughs> Just kidding. So this one almost sounds like a porn title, but it's not, I swear. The movie is called Ruin Me. <laughs> I told it it sounds like a porn title. Okay, so first off, the cover of the the ad box is so god awful. I like giggled when I looked at the cover, and I'm like, really. Um, but it's actually not a bad movie. Uh, it is about this guy and his girlfriend. They go on this uh, campout. It's called like a slasher weekend. Um, and it's basically like. This sign-on camp-out event where people are allowed to fuck with them all weekend. It's supposed to be for, like, gore fanatics, horror film fanatics. Definitely not people struggling to overcome addiction (laughs) and sensitivity and triggers. Well, the whole movie is kind of... uh, roller coaster and at first it's hard to tell what's going on but by the end of it it's quite a trip honestly um it starts off everything was fake right everything was staged it seems super super real and then by the very end you find out that it was all staged because of this weekend camp out thing however everything has triggered her so bad that she fucking loses it oh if you've ever seen American Psycho this is like on that level it's good I actually really enjoyed it um by the end of it some people actually die (laughs) <laughs> and addiction overcame. Oh. So, I mean, I guess that's a good way to put someone through rehab. <laughs> Scare them into their loved ones dying. Scare them shitless. Don't know about that tactic they went with there, but it was really, really good. There was a couple of, like, you know when you were watching the Saw movies, the first few, and there was, like, some clever traps. And, like, you're like, oh, that's so fucked up. But, oh, that's so clever. Yeah. Um. There's this one moment where, like, she is linked. Her ankle is linked to her ex-boyfriend. Her, like, pre-sobriety uh, boyfriend. They're linked by the ankle. And he oh. is out in the ocean and she is on the beach right and Uh they're linked underwater in this like cement brick and so like they can't move the brick they are like they're stuck where they are the chain is just long enough for him to also get to the beach and they both have to kind of be in the water otherwise one of them's in the water one of them's on land Well, the key to the lock in her ankle cuff is way up land. 
And so in order for her to reach that, he has to dive to the bottom. And it's, it's fucking wild. That is... Yeah, I'm not going to... It just kind of sound like a Saw thing. It, it was kind of like a Saw thing. But I mean, it's a slasher weekend fest. You know what I mean? Of course it's going to be like a Saw thing. But it's what that key was attached to that really got me. And I'm not going to tell you all about that. If you want to see it, you got to watch it. But You're going to have to find it first. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Amazon has everything. Amazon does have everything. You know, speaking of Amazon, my husband went and checked the mail earlier and brought in a catalog that came from Amazon. You know, like like the Toys R Us catalog, but Toys what? R Us closed. <laughs> Actually, they're recovering. Yeah, they uh they linked up with Target. Did they? Yes, they did. But anyway, back to movies. Anyway, back to movies. Amy, what you got, girly? Wait, how many oh, cues shit. do you give it? I skipped right over that. So, it was a B-rate, but those special effects were on point, and that saw thingamajig got me. So, I gave it four stars, actually. Huh. I know I always give them four stars. And they start <laughs> picking movies I don't like so much so I can spice things up on here, but I liked it, all right? <laughs> all right? You kind of like everything. So. Not everything. <laughs> I talk about one movie out of 20. The other 19 sucked, okay? But this one was pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All so, right. What you got, If you're going to talk about a scary movie, I am also going to talk about a scary movie. Fine, bring it. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Scary stories to tell in the dark. I loved it. It was amazing. It was better than I imagined it was going to be. But I, I knew it was going to be great. I, I knew it. Yeah, same Z's. Even though Shape of Water is a very weird <laughs> It's so movie. uncomfortable. Like, how did he even get a penis? I don't know. <laughs> you ever want to fuck the water? Let me show you. <laughs> But I love Guillermo del Toro. You know his uh, cartoon show, Troll Hunters? Love yes, it, it is so really good. good. But it was so good. Uh, you know the... Well, you watched it. I don't know how many of our listeners have watched it yet. But it was amazing. This is based off of the Sarah Bellows story. My favorite scary story to tell in the dark from that series is the woman with the green ribbon. Really? Yeah. You know what mine is? What? The one with the moon when they were like going to the cabin. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a woman and her husband and they went out to this cabin and every time the moon was covered like something would be following them. Oh yeah yeah. Oh it freaked me out. But this was really good. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, there was the one about the the story about the jingly man. Oh my gosh, they did so good with that one. Okay, but you know that that is an actual person, right? Like the guy that, um, like obviously he can't dismantle himself like in the movie, but 
other than that, like, that was an actual guy. You ever watch America's Got Talent? Yes. You know me. So, a couple of seasons <laughs> ago, there was a guy that came on. He's been on multiple shows at this time, at this point. He didn't win America's Got Talent because he can only do so much, but he's, like, a contortionist. And he's, like, super freaky. But he, he can walk, like, upside down and weird like that. That so one that, always gets me. So that wasn't CGI. That was an actual person wearing, like, a like a morph suit. <laughs> so I watch circus shit. Um, I'm used to contortionism. That one doesn't really weird me out. I guess it only weirds me out when the contortion is because of demonic possession. That one gets me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that movie was so good. Yes, it was. I definitely give it five pews. I it's agree. It's one of the best scary movies that I've seen since Lights Out. I tried to get my oldest to watch it with me. Because oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. As soon as the menu screen pops up, he goes, ah! <laughs> Run! He says, nope. <laughs> he didn't even say words. He screamed at the menu page. <laughs> I was like, well, you're clearly not my child. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He just did no. not want anything to do with it. But it was, it was good. Agreed. All right. So my second one. Was the side movie from Fast and Furious series, the Hobbs and Shaw movie. So funny. It is so good. First off, so uh, if you haven't watched the series yet, just watch them. I know there's like eight movies already and the ninth one's coming out soon. This is like a side story. This is a side story, but it will pertain to number nine. It is in the series. It's just as important as watching Captain Marvel for the Marvel Universe, okay? They matter. It was good. It was so Did fucking funny. Did you see funny. that they're, they're going to start making a Fast and Furious cartoon? I did not like see that. Like an animated series? Uh-uh. No. Oh, my goodness. No. That... That's garbage. No. Um, I haven't I haven't seen anything about that. But I can tell you that I did not expect Jason Statham and The Rock's chemistry to be so good. They play off of each other in such a funny way. I loved it. And then And they got about... fucking Kevin Hart in yes, there. Yes, yes. <laughs> they called him Dickly. I love that they yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, and can we talk about Kevin Hart for a minute? Dude, it was so great. He goes, here's my portfolio, hands him a card. <laughs> he goes, if you don't need my number, you can have my mom's cell phone number too. <laughs> but I fucking loved that they did the warrior dance when they were in Samoa. Know, right? Okay. I'm really trying hard not to talk about the storyline because, well, you've seen the previews. If you were interested in the movie, you know they go. You know they actually use spears. But when it comes time to fight, it's a warrior's dance. But to go to war, it's called 
the Siva Tau. And it's basically just like it's a chant to energize the group to get us all focused. You know, the common goal is obviously to win or die. <laughs> you know, whichever. <laughs> pretty you know. steep odds there. So I'm pretty sure everybody wants to win. Um, no, they uh, they performed the Siva Tau in the movie, and it was such yeah. a badass moment. I know, I just, right? Oh, it's awesome. So, I loved it. I loved the chemistry between <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. I think they're so good. If you've watched the series, you know in Seven, when you meet Deckard Shaw, he's a dick. Yeah. He fights The Rock. He fights Hobbs. Yep. Of course. Um... Somehow, he takes down that big behemoth of a man <laughs> and puts him in the hospital. Can we talk about Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> so, it's like we're best friends. At the like, very, no, very beginning of the movie, he gets, air quotes, debriefed for this mission he has to go on, right? It's it's The Rock as Hobbs, and he's at a diner in the middle of nowhere with his, with daughter. his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Ryan Reynolds shows up. And I guess he is an agent for DSS. And Hobbs is not happy to see him. And he starts telling him about everything that's going on. And he says that we used to be best friends. We did all this. And he pulls out a matching necklace. Matching tattoos. <laughs> he pulls out a necklace from up over his collared shirt and he goes go ahead and ask your dad where the other half is <laughs> and like, then I don't know he I don't starts have it. unbuttoning his shirt and he goes he like that one time when we got matching tattoos he has the rocks tattoo <laughs> on his shoulder oh my god it was so ridiculous and then later on when he's back at the diner by himself he was like i'm actually here at our favorite spot together i'm all alone this is weird i think <laughs> they're closed <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well like in that whole like debriefing process when he grabs his shirt he goes, look, 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 I'm just giving you the facts here. We're not going to talk about this, this, or this, or the fact that I actually shit myself a minute ago. <laughs> they both <laughs> look down at his pants. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. He's such a good actor. Love him. He literally just went from a Pikachu to <laughs> him. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I still say his best role was Deadpool. He will always be the best Deadpool. I do like Deadpool. Oh, good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, back to Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, Ryan Reynolds is a treat. But <laughs> I give that one a five star. Five pews. Definitely. I did enjoy it. I was leaning. I was like four and a half or five. Only because 
I love when it's a surprise that there's another movie out. They heavily, heavily suggested a sequel to this movie at the end of this movie. <laughs> okay, we get it. We already see it. I know it's on the roster. Seent. Seent it's seen. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on next year's lineup. I pay attention. Five pews. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Amy, what's your movie? (laughs) This is a movie based on a book. Oh, love it already. The Art of Racing in the Rain. (gasps) Oh, I did love that one. It was so good. It made me cry. And you know what happens when I cry. You take it to the podcast. It's a (laughs) five-star review. (laughs) You want that five stars? You either got to scare the shit out of me or you got to make me cry. Is there another option? I don't want to do either of those things. So can we just like be cool? (laughs) I mean, we are cool. You'll have five stars in my heart all day, boo. Oh. I didn't have to make you cry. <laughs> You're like, you have to scare me or make me cry. Well, I don't like those choices. You definitely keep me on my toes. <laughs> you know it. It's uh, based, like the narrator is a dog. And the dog is Kevin Costner. Yep. I mean, it's amazing. And it's just this great story of a man and his dog and just how they'd been best friends and how, you know, humans have their family. And at first, the dog didn't like the girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) And then, you know, just eventually grew to love her and then comes a baby and eventually grows to love her (laughs) you know like there are just so many different things that dogs go through that you don't think about from a dog's point of view obviously you know but it was it was such a great book great movie i never i never read the book you know i don't read so (laughs) i can read I choose to watch the movie. <laughs> I just, I have about two hours, not two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom life and such. I don't know how moms make time to read books. I just don't. It's a really, really slowly digested story. It does take like two weeks. But the movie was phenomenal. I loved it. Made me cry. You gotta watch it. Yeah, it was so good. Five pews. (laughs) So it's tea time. Tea time. Clink. Okay, so uh, Amy, what's your first story? Why would they just hand me $25? That's a complaint? (laughs) bro i literally don't ever have a moment where i couldn't accept 25 dollars. i'd be dead asleep they're like hey you want 25 bucks (sighs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm a manager at a big box retailer that issues paper coupons at the register if you purchase a certain amount of product from a given category. Also known as Catalina's. This is an interaction I had this week. Customer. I need to talk to that lady at the service desk. I spent $100 on toys and should have gotten a $25 coupon. I went and told her about it, and she handed me $25 cash. And I said, I'm glad to hear she was able to take care of you. Is there anything else I can help you with? (laughs) (laughs) You hear the sarcasm and the snideness? Oh, my God. In, like, such a nice way. I love when people do that. (laughs) Professional sarcasm. It's a thing. the best. Um... Customer says, I was supposed to get a coupon. I can't believe she just gave me cash. You should talk to her because the coupon is incentive for me to come back and spend more money. But now I could just take my money and not come back. That's terrible business. (laughs) Oh, my God, Karen, go. (laughs) And I say, well, I hope you come back soon. You're welcome to call corporate with a complaint about the policy. Have a good day. Yes. (laughs) Who complains? (laughs) I know I'm like literally about to repeat your title here. Who does that? (laughs) What? I mean... Excuse my French for a minute, (laughs) but what the fuck, bitch? (laughs) What's the problem here? (laughs) I could just take my money and spend it. Well, okay. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Knock yourself out. Not figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could take it literally. I don't care. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, what? Anyways. All right. Mine is titled, Customers Who Throw Things at You. Alright, this is a bit of an old story. We don't even call them this anymore, but I was a CEM, a customer experience manager at a crafting store quite a few years ago. I had a reputation at my store for being able to at least figure out some way to fix or make most things since my job before that was production work. Usually, our associates would ask me to talk to customers who needed advice since I could generally find some way to help them. One day, however, an associate decided to tell a customer that I was an expert in jewelry crafting and could even (laughs) repair a customer's necklace for her if she came back later when I was in. (laughs) So, I get called up to help her in the jewelry department. I started off with the normal pleasantries. How are you? How can I help? Immediately, she gets super pissed and asks why she has to come back at a specific time to see me if I'm the only one who can fix jewelry and that I should be there every day open to close. At this what? point, yeah. At this point, I already know I'm pretty fucked, but what can you do? I apologize that our morning team was not more helpful and I let her know I cannot repair jewelry, but I can and help her. And I can't her. be here 24-7, bitch. I got a life. <laughs> I let her know that I cannot repair jewelry, but I would help her the best that I can. So, naturally, she loses her shit. 
Like any normal person would. <laughs> yeah, any normal person. <laughs> like every time I go to the store. No. <laughs> oh my god. Who does this? We already know. We already know. We have a whole Karen. sub-thread. Yep. The Karens. <laughs> uh, she starts screaming at me that I'm being lazy. The woman earlier swore I would do it. I need to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Realizing I am going to just have to go step by step, I ask her what is wrong with the necklace. <laughs> she shows me what appears to be an undamaged necklace and says, fix it. <laughs> One of those hard T moments. Fix it. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not Jesus, but I'll try my best. <laughs> Uh, I told her I cannot see a problem and ask what I need to help with. And she flips shit again. Now, though, she throws the necklace at me and says, how can you claim to be an expert if you can't clearly tell what is wrong with it? It has the wrong wire, she screams. Then she throws merchandise for a few minutes. And I finally tell her I cannot help if she continues to yell and get physical. So... Naturally, she flips out more and yells about how she is being very calm <laughs> and I am being condescending. <laughs> she wants the corporate number and the store's manager's cell so she can report me right now. At this point, I just give her the customer service hotline and tell her what jewelry wire I could use, which was just one of the ones she threw. I really couldn't care at this point, but I knew it was pricey. She then flips out again when she realized I didn't give her the store manager's cell. I tell her it's not allowed for me to give out personal info. So she calms down and apologizes for being so unreasonable. <laughs> Just kidding. Gotcha. She flips shit again. She starts screaming that we give up our private rights or we give up our rights to private info at our job and that I am required to give her their cell phone number. So I just refuse again, and then she leaves after threatening me again with a call to corporate and that she would make sure I never work again. All right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And then she talked to me calmly and apologized. Just kidding. (laughs) I thought you'd like that. You know those moments when you're like all by yourself and you like snort a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, happened. All right, Amy, what's your second story? Five-hour energy equals drugs. Well, um, (laughs) if by drugs you mean a lot of heckin' B12, you are right. Eight thousand percent of your daily amount, to be specific. (laughs) I got to learn that one the hard way. Anyways. I'm a manager at a gas station in a pretty wealthy area. Having worked for this company for almost five years, I have so many crazy customer stories that I could write a book. This is the first one in a while that actually made me laugh. A customer comes in yesterday, walks up to the counter, and picks up a five-hour energy shot. I greet her. She ignores me and squints at the bottle for about 30 seconds, turning it all around, reading the label. She finally asks, do you have to be over 21 to buy these because of the bad stuff? (laughs) 
I told her it's intended for 18 and up, and it's mostly just caffeine and B vitamins. To my knowledge, mm. never really paid too much. Um, to my knowledge never really paid too much attention to them she goes so does it get you high or what is it (laughs) drugs speed i found one in my son's room he's only 19 so i don't know how he got into these i'm so disappointed (laughs) and walks out without leaving oh wait and walks out without waiting for a response from me (laughs) i feel bad for her son Poor kid probably got a lecture on drugs when she got home. Wow. <laughs> you didn't even give it a chance. Goodness. Alright. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so my second story is titled, Just Released from Prison. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. A little... Uh, side note on our Kinda behalf. A shred of context. <laughs> well, I'm not getting into their context, no. I'm getting into my own. First off, if you have fucked up and you decide to turn your life around, more power to you. We are not condemning people for ever going to prison. Unless it's for pedophilia, then you can go die. Yeah. That doesn't have to make it to the podcast, but I still feel Pedophiles, firmly about that. Pedophiles, rapists, molesters, all of you can go eat shit. And I. <laughs> anyway. Bye, bye Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, just released from prison. Some context. Um, my normal hours are 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., and this takes place close to closing, probably like 8.30 p.m. So, I was closing at my retail store, doing the usual stuff, like, Facing product, sweeping, mopping, all that good stuff. But when I walked closer to the front, I noticed there was a long line at the newbie's register. So, of course, I asked someone to follow me to my line. I move my sign and jump on the intercom to call for additional cashiers. We are a small store with only five registers, and I had a lady follow me with a very nice girl that was about ten and a man. Their cart was full. What was that? That was my alarm going off. Do you want me to come back to this? No, keep going. Okay, okay. Uh, Their cart was full, piled above the wire basket's rim. Now, while the uh, entitled customer was unloading, I was bagging a few of the items already and sorting the ones that should go into bags with similar items. Cans with cans, cold, cold, all the usual stuff. And as I start off with my, did you find everything okay, eventually I strike a conversation. I don't quite remember how it got there, but then she brought it up. She mentions that she just got out of prison. That didn't bother me. We had a lady working with us from the jail work center. As I was scanning in the midst of items, I picked up a doll and scanned it, later to be set aside and put in a bag. It was about seven ninety nine. Well, her total came out to about $300 plus, and of course, she throws a fit. Spotting the doll, she says something like, I didn't get that doll. You better take it off right now. I didn't know it was so expensive. So, (laughs) I voided it off, wrote it down, and called my manager. 
The computers lock when you hit a total if you have voids. So my manager arrives as I explain what happened. My manager goes to find where the doll was and check the price just in case. When she comes back to explain the doll is $7.99 with the correct signs that were around it, she freaks out. Then she says, this is ridiculous. I want my order half off. This is taking too long. I want my stuff. You better be giving it half off or else. My manager and I were both giving each other the what the fuck lady, holy fuck look. To get it over with, the manager scanned a $3 off coupon and got her out with a little encouragement. It's a little anticlimactic, but I had only been working for about half a year and have really bad anxiety. And after all of that, I had to go to the break room because I felt very attacked. Or no, uh, I felt like I was going to have a mild panic attack afterwards. Customers sometimes can just be so entitled, and I just don't get it. They sure can. <laughs> I spent almost $300. Where the fuck did that doll come from? <laughs> that $8 doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the problem, lady, but go ahead. <laughs> sure. I just got out of prison. Ring up my shit. <laughs> <laughs> can't with you dear lady i just can't <laughs> all right time to move on Woo! it's demographics time there we go that was beautiful you can't Woo. even tell i was sick <laughs> okay you still probably can but <laughs> lexi who's our top city of this week Fort Worth, Texas, still the reigning champs. They sure are. Y'all are kick ass. But guess what? Who's in second place, Amy? Just Kenosha. barely. Oh, sorry. Kenosha is moving up on you. Yeah, they is. <laughs> they gaining on you, Fort Worth. They're getting real close too. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> holy cannolis. Okay. They're like Oh, just gonna squeeze right past you. They are the trying to do the Midwestern shuffle on y'all. They're trying to grab that ranch just over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's good. Who is number three? We got West Bend, Wisconsin, in third place. Hey. Rocking it All out. Our Wisconsin listeners. In the hizzy. <laughs> In his house. <laughs> and then, who is our fourth place this week? Shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! Y'all are awesome. Yeah. Alright, so that wraps up the episode. Amy has our sign-off quote for the week. Amy? (laughs) This is a Dolly Parton quote. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. Nice. I can dig it. Alright, guys. We will see you next week. Show will. Bye. Uh, we gotta hit stop.
Amy, do you like this tea? Because I'm loving this tea. I fucking love this tea. If you're loving all of this tea, just like we are, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can also join our group. We have a fans group of Confessions of Retail. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Yes, it is linked to the page. And all of our other links are also in our description for each episode we come out with every week. So if you're loving what we're giving you, please make sure to go and rate and review us on iTunes and even on Facebook, you know, because not everybody has Apple. We don't. If you have tea you want to spill, send that shit our way. You can message us through our Facebook page or you can send us an email at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Like we always do. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.